Aftershark MMA Show. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com, and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com, and the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Hey guys, just want to let everybody know that if you're looking for a good suspense thriller action novel, check out the book written by me, Mark Bashar, called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. If you go to my website now, Books, you can get an autographed signed copy for only $8 plus shipping. Again, go to www.retortofamilybooks.com. All right, guys, we're back on the show. Today, I got back with Master Steve Lynn talking about the UFC on ESPN 15 with the main event being Frankie Edgar versus Pedro Munoz. How you doing today, Steve? I'm doing all right. And we're, we're, we're doing this live from his restaurant. What's your restaurant's name again, Steve? Chief Chicken Wonka in Rockaway, New Jersey, in Morris County. Yeah, cheese, chicken, waffles. If you guys are in Rockaway, New Jersey, stop by and check it out. Sure. So, what you guys? What did you think of the uh, the fights last night? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll be honest. I did not recognize a lot of the names. I think that's why I, this was a free card. I was on ESPN. As you know, they usually don't really stick the big uh, draw. Sell. They don't see. They don't stick their big stars on there usually. So, but there was some um, a lot of good finishes on the undercard. There's a. Uh, Mike Rodriguez showed a lot of good clinch work, elbows and knees. 
which is something that's still kind of a bit uncommon in MMA, despite, you know, all the advances in kickboxing. Still, you don't really see a lot of guys out there with, with good uh, striking from the clinch. So. so he was using a lot of knees, you're saying, right? Knees and elbows. Knees and elbows. Uh, he actually finished the guy with an uh, elbow from the Muay Thai clinch, dropped the guy, and then GMP'd. Something that you don't, it's uh, something you don't really see that often, you know? Yeah, like he, he finished him in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did you see the one before that with Joe Soketti and Austin? Lucky. Yeah, that was the one with the standing uh, rare naked choke from the backpack position. Something else you don't really see that often. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And they got a lot of they had a lot of um, finishes yesterday. Holy shit! There was a lot of finishes, even but the face had there wasn't. A lot of these weren't really well-known names, so I'm not sure how many people actually saw these. Yeah, because you had Shanna Dobson defeated uh, um, Maria. Yeah, that was actually uh, was, yeah, it was good. Um, the yeah, Dobson was actually getting out grappled for the first two rounds, but then in the third round, she hit a pretty good sweep and just started pounding from the mount back mount and then got the finish. Shows that MMA is never over until it's over, you know. So. Yeah, and, and and even the fight before that, the first fight was Daniel the Regulus versus uh, Dwight Grant. That ended in the first round too. I don't know if you caught that one, but yeah, that was the first round TKO. Yeah, it's it's been a while since they had, there's been a UFC card where I think actually I'm looking at the whole card now. There was only one fight that went the distance, and that's with uh, Amanda Lemos versus uh, Mizuki. Inouye, Inoue, yeah, 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 Mizuki Inoue. That's something. I, something I noticed that during the, uh, you know, how they usually have their last names, you know, listed yeah. during the rounds. They actually mixed it up. They had Mizuki is her first name. I think they probably forgot that a lot like, with uh, Asian names. They reverse the. Usually, they they list uh, your family name first, and then your yeah. So for some reason, they had Mizuki listed as her as her last name, which is. It's not the case, but it's the opposite, right? It's a that's a minor quibble. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, so hers was the only fight that went the distance. Every other fight was with a TKL or a yeah. well, the main event. The main event was a decision. So, oh, so what did you what you think of the main event? Yeah, uh, Frankie Edgar. Usually, I was talking about this with my friends. He says that well, a lot of a lot of fights that he has that kind of resemble this one. He tends to end up on the losing decision because it's kind of surprised that he actually got like kind of a he eked out a win. Because a lot of times, you know, his style is that he kind of, it's almost kind of like he's a uh, point sparring. He goes in, he tags you a few times, he hits you with these big combos, and he comes out. But he he just he's not really big, you know, power puncher. So what happens is that a lot of times the judges will see that it's like, oh well, you didn't really hurt the guy, and you got hit harder, so you lose. And that's actually kind of, this fight was kind of the same thing. He would go he would go in, he would hit Pedro Munoz with these three, four-shot combos, but a lot of times Minos will come with this one counter, and will, you can see that the strike was a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, in those kind of fights that Frankie fights, he usually, he usually ends up on the wrong decision because it looks like he takes more damage. But this one, he actually managed, I guess the judges given the, they gave him more points for landing those strikes, more strikes, even if those strikes weren't as heavy. Uh, so the other guy you felt had more power in, in his striking. He was landing, yeah, especially in the kind of in the I think third and fourth, like third round on. He was landing a lot of those big leg leg kicks. You can see they were kind of, they're definitely hurting Frankie. He was throwing all these one shots, and you see that there's a lot more power hole behind him. But Frankie will always hit him with these like kind of like three four punch combos, 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, the judge, I guess the judges must have liked that. There has been other fights that Frankie fought in where he would do the same thing, but he would end up on a losing decision just because he, he would end up on the wrong side of the decision just because it, it looks like he was taking more damage. But for this time, he got the nod, so. Huh. That's unusual. And it was, it was there any, because I, I, I missed it, so that's why I'm asking you for all the all these yeah. questions. There is there any uh, grappling but, you, but I've seen, you've seen a lot of uh, Frankie other fights, right? Yeah. You know the way, yeah. Either the way, the way a lot of fights, especially these five-rounders, the way they tend to go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does, and occasionally he does mix in the wrestling, though. Did he mix it up? Not yeah. For this event, now, I think he went, he got two takedowns, but he didn't really go for the shots that many times this time around. It was mostly just box straight up, straight kickboxing, pretty much. Really? That's unusual. Yeah. Very, not too many, not too much uh, takedown attempts for him this time around. Wow. So, oh, that Munoz guy, you know what, you know what he's known for, right? Uh, Submission-wise? No, what's he known for? Guillotine jokes. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think that might have been the reason why Frankie was uh, a little bit more hesitant with the shots. Oh. Yeah, so that, that would, if he had known that, he would have changed his, his game strategy, right? Because a lot of times when you go and, like, wrestlers, that's, like, usually, well, at least in the old days, right? That would, that would be their downfall. The, uh, mm. the guillotine choke, that would be, like, the number one way they would uh, get submitted would be the guillotine choke. Yeah, so I could see how he changed up his um, his game plan for that. I could see that. So that's pretty interesting. So what do you think is next for Munoz now that he lost his fight? I believe that's actually his uh, second loss, actually, right? I think he lost to uh, Benjamin, was it Sterling? That uh, that guy from Serralongo. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That guy's on a, he's a, he's on a hot streak right now, so. Yeah. And what about uh, Frankie Edgar? What do you think is going to happen for him? Do you think he's going to rise up the ranks again and get another title shot? Yeah, he was talking about he's like, he wants to make a run at 135. Kind of his interview was talking about how always, everyone always cuts me out. They always say I'm too old now, but, you know, I always – I mean, that's the way he is. Every, every, every time he loses, people say, oh, he, oh, this is the end of his career, but he always bounces back, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty true. He's had a lot of title shots, right, Edgar? Yeah. Tons of five-rounders. A lot of, a lot of uh, not just title shots, but five-rounders in general. I think because he had, right, he had two fights, well, not including his reign as, as the champ, right? Because he had, like, what, two fights against BJ Penn? Yeah. I think both of them he was a champ, right? Mm-hmm. And then he fought, who was um, the champ? I forget right? who Frankie Egger fought for the belt, but recently, he fought Holloway too, didn't he? Yeah. Even though he lost, he actually didn't really look that bad in that fight, so. Yeah, so he fought, That's so that's like one that he fought, and I think he fought, didn't he fight Holloway twice? Just once. Just once, right? Nah. I mean, I'm trying to remember, and I think he, did he ever fight at 145 too? His last fight was at 145. He fought a Korean zombie. Okay, because I'm trying to get his record here because I know he's fought for the belt. Yeah, so he fought Holloway, lost to Holloway. Uh, 
I think he fought, but it wasn't for a title match. He lost to Brian Ortega. That was like the first time I think he got submitted. Knocked out. He knocked out, yeah. I think that was for a title fight. Oh, Jose Aldo. That had to be for a title fight, right? At 145, yeah. Actually, he fought him twice. So I went thinking that they were probably both for title fights. Mm. Then he fought Ben Henderson. That's who he lost his title to. All right, so that's who he lost his title to. Yeah, so he's been up there for a while. So who do you think he should fight next? At 135? Yeah. I was going to say maybe Cody. But I think Cody, is Cody moving down 125? I'm not sure. Kobe Gambrin? Yeah. Not too sure if he's going to move down. Let me see. Um, trying to see if there's any news on him. He's going down. No, I don't see anything. But he has a fight coming up, doesn't he? Yeah, who? Cody. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to find something in the news. If he's um, fighting next. So, so you think, how do you think he would fare against Cody Gambrand? Uh. Cody can be pretty wild sometimes, but he doesn't have that power, which is always – now that Frankie's kind of uh, – Frankie has a tendency to get hit a lot, and now he's been finished twice already. So, uh, I rule, that's the that's the fight I win, bet on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. And then you think uh, the other guy will go down? Oh, what's his name? Hold on. Nunes, who do you think he should fight next? Who do you think he should fight next? I actually can't. I'm trying to remember all the guys at 135 right now, the top guys, but I can't think of a name. So. I'll give you a pick right now. Top UFC. That's featherweight, right? Yeah. No, it's bantamweight. Bantamweight, okay. Let's see, yeah, tomorrow. Let's see, I should probably get a list right here. All right, actually, I have, I have someone coming right now. I have a customer coming, so. All right, buddy. I'll let you go. All right, guys, we'll be back after this short break. All right, Steve, thanks for being on the show, buddy. Hello? Yep. Hi everyone, Harrison Shaws has a new book called The Last Viking of Norway. It's a story about a Viking named Ragnar. Ragnar must fight to ensure his grandfather enters the halls of Valhalla. He will have to test the sincerity of an old legend and in doing so test his own resolve in answering the old question, can the actions of one man still matter? The Last Viking of Norway is available now on Amazon.com. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the 
Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone out there. This is Mark the Shark. Are you a small business owner with tech support needs, but don't necessarily need a full-time IT person on staff? Well, look no further than Alpha Network Solutions. They provide a variety of services, including server monitoring, desktop support, PC repairs, as well as firewall administration, as well as providing VPN network solutions to those who need to work from home during this COVID period. Give them a call at 973-826-2219. Again, that's 973-826-2219. Hey everyone, it's Mark the Shark, and we're back for another exciting episode of the Mark the Shark MMA Show. This week I'll be doing a UFC recap of the latest uh, event they had on ESPN, known as uh, UFC on ESPN 31, featuring the main card, Derek Brunson versus Edmund Shabazian. Um, weren't too many fights in the main card. One of the fights got canceled. Um, apparently, the fighter, one of the fighters, uh, fainted on the walkout. Uh, I'm not sure if it was due to nerves or potentially uh, dehydration. Um, I guess eventually I can look it up on the news and find out what the exact reasons were and give you guys an update later. But get ready. We're going to be starting a UFC recap shortly after this break. All right, guys, this is Mark again. We're back on the show and we're ready to get started with the UFC recap first one we got off is a rematch between these two exciting fighters fighters being Bobby Green and Alanda Benetta very exciting fight going back and forth um, I think the first time around they, they met up a few years ago they, the fight ended in a draw but in this fight Bobby Green was able to put off uh, a pretty exciting match and fight uh, and pulled away with the decision. It went all three rounds to the full five minutes. It was really a back and forth a battle, but it seemed to me that Bobby Green was able to control the fight primarily off his jab. I don't, I don't, uh, that doesn't mean that Lando didn't do anything um, spectacular in the fight. He had a lot of great, fantastic takedowns, but he was unable to do anything with it. Um, and then it was at one point where Bobby Green was able to take him down and do a little bit of ground and pound. Nothing significant, but um, but it seemed to me that most of the damage was done on the feet with uh, Bobby Green's jabs and so forth. But it, it was a really back, good fight, back and forth uh, battle. It's good to see Bobby Green back in action. Um, he's been a veteran of the sport now for a few years, so it was good to see him back in the ring. Or I should say the cage, right? <laughs> this is MMA, not boxing. But yeah, I mean, and I think Landro, you know, even though he lost, I think he'll be back. Um, they both have really good careers. Um, Lando's got 
11 came off has 11 wins five losses and two draws so he's he's been there a while um but not as much as bobby green who comes who has like uh 37 fights 26 of them wins 10 losses and one draw but i mean i thought the fight was really exciting um i i i I think bobby green just had a little bit of that just had a little bit of edge and that's basically why he won and um hats off to him looking forward to seeing him back there back again in the ring all right guys i'll be back with the next fight featuring vincent lucia and randy brown in the in the uh when we come back from the short break guys back on the show again we're continuing with the UFC recap featuring the main card of Derek Brunson and Edmund Sebastian um, hopefully you like this format if you guys ever want to leave feedback on comments on how I can improve the show you can use the anchor app and message me personally or you can go to the Mark the Shark Facebook page and contact me there I'm always looking to improve the show the high quality content of the show to make it uh, more enjoyable for the listeners and guys don't forget I just want to make a quick announcement I am um, selling an autographed copy of the first book I wrote called The Cabal The Saga Begins for only $8 on my website at www.retortofamilybooks.com so make sure you check it out alright so let's continue on with the recap alright the next one is with Vincent Luquier and versus Randy Brown. Now, this was a very good matchup. Um, you had um, Randy Brown, who, which I th- who seemed significantly taller, had a longer reach on Vincent Vicente, but um, Vicente was just able to control the distance a lot better um, he didn't allow Randy to use the ability of losing his long reach he was able to keep control of the distance um, and eventually win the fight by knockout in the second round via knee um, but like I said Vincente has been on a tear lately I think he's only had one loss uh, in the last year or so, but primarily every single time I see this guy fight, he wins, and it's usually by knockout. He was just able to control the distance better. Um, Randy did hold his own. I will give him credit. Um, he actually was able to take Vicente down, but he wasn't able to control him um, for much longer, and, and allowing Vicente allow to get back up to his feet. I think there was one point in the first round when Vicente took him down. And then let him purposely back up. That's how confident Vicente felt in his stand-up um, skills. And he was just... I, I was just actually just amazed. Because the other guy had at least like four or five inches on him. I was able to control that distance. Um, and be up close. Like in mid-range. Um, to, to land his punches and kicks. Um... It's a real testament because usually, like when you fight a longer range opponent, 
you don't want to be too far away. You want to either be really close in the grappling range or mid-range to keep, you know, keep out of away from the jab as well as from the kicking range. Um, and Vincente, you know, like was just able to pull it off. And I was really amazed. It was a really good fight. Um, usually I like to see fights in and submissions, but knockouts are not too shabby either. <laughs> it's always exciting to see a, a good striking match between two outstanding competitors. Um, I'm sure Randy will be um, back in the cage again. Um, I mean, Vicente Luque has got 19 wins, 7 losses, and only 1 draw. Um, majority of them, again, those wins, I would say, are probably knockout, um, particularly this last two. Randy Brown, um, he's 12. He has 12 wins and four lessons, uh, four losses with a record of 16 fights. Um, but yeah, he's been in the UFC for a while. Not too active, but you know he gets off one or two fights a year. So I'm sure, even though this was a loss, I'm sure he'll be back. Because um, prior to this, he did win by um, a submission. So. I'm sure uh, Dana White won't count him against him. All right, guys, we'll be back after the short break, and we'll get into the next matchup, which was between Jennifer Maya and Joanne Calderwood. All right, guys, keep on listening. We'll be back after the short break. Marcus Sander was a normal family man until he was captured by the Nazis imprisoned in torture. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Ritorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RitortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Retorto. Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. guys we're back with the mark the shark here giving you a ufc recap of ufc on espn 31 again featuring the main card Derek brunson versus edmund sebastian all right the next match i want to talk about has to do with an amazing brazilian jiu-jitsu female fighter known as jennifer maya versus joanne um, Calderwood. Now, Joanne's been around for a while. I believe she was on the Ultimate Fighter series at one point. 
in her career. Um, she's from Scotland. She has a total of 19 fights, four, 14 wins, and five losses. And then you got Jennifer Maya, um, who I believe was the uh, an Invicta World Champion at one point in her career, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she's got a total of 25 fights, 18 wins, with six losses. And uh, let me tell you, this fight did not go long at all. It ended in the first round with only 30 seconds remaining. Now, Jennifer Maya, in my opinion, totally controlled the fight from beginning to go. But it was her jiu-jitsu skills that earned her the victory. Um, I haven't seen a, a decent armbar submission in a while. And I was quite impressed. It looked at one point when Joanne was stacking her that she was able to she was gonna be able to pull out her arm. But Jennifer Meyer being the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt that she is, was able to roll onto her stomach. And what she did, she she didn't do what most people do with the arm bar where they're just holding the arm and raising their hips up for a break. She did something um, very smart where she put her the her opponent's arm underneath her armpit to gain more leverage similar to what you see normally um, people do sometimes with knee bars to get extra leverage to get the break um, so I was very impressed with her it was a great matchup and what I like about it it ended in submission I always go for the jiu-jitsu player <laughs> being a jiu-jitsu brown belt myself but yeah I think you know Joanne Calderwood will be back um, prior to this fight, she was coming off a win, um, but, you know, prior to that, and she had a loss before that, and she had two wins, so her career seems to be going up and down, you know, she wins two fights and she loses, but no one ever, no one's ever gonna be like, uh, John Jones, where they continuously have wins, it's, it's just too hard, it's just too much competition out there, um, even the Jennifer Maya. Um, prior to this was coming off a loss um, and same thing with her career she had she gets a couple wins maybe like three at the max and then she loses but you know it was great to see jiu-jitsu in action and um, I like the matchup if you guys get to see it check it out all right guys when we come back we'll focus on the main event be back after a short break Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. Just want to make sure that everyone's following me, not only here on this podcast, but on my new live show that's hosted on Twitch. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And I air a new episode every Saturday. So check it out. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmasked selection of audio programs. Download a trial for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash MMA show. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks 
original shows, news, comedy, and more from our leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And if you need a book suggestion, I have two. One is called I Am a Survivor by Christina Ritorto, and the other one is written by me, Mark Ritorto, called The Cabal. The saga begins. What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Just want to make a note to all the fans that are listening to this podcast. We appreciate any donation you can make to keep this podcast up and running, no matter how small, anyway, from a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. To make a donation, all you have to do is go to my website, www.markthesharkmmshow, and click on the donation button on the first page. It's that easy. Again, it's www.markthesharkmmshow.com. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com All right, guys, you can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And, of course, on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. That's Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Retorto, R-I-T-O-R-T-O. Keep up to date and follow us. Hi, everyone. Are you looking for a podcast about movie and show reviews? Well, if you are, check out a podcast that's available right now on the Apple Podcast called Evo Podcast. That's EVO. Check it out today. Alright guys, we're finally going to review the last fight of this card between Derek Brunson and Edmund Sebastian. Now, they were trying to make a big deal about Edmund because he was coming off an 11-0 streak. 
Uh, he was basically undefeated prior to this matchup with Derek Bunsen. So, yes, I already gave out the outcome. Derek won by TKL in the third round with 20 seconds into it. But the reason why I said they were, I think they were hyping up Evan Sebastian is because at the time prior to this matchup, he was undefeated. But even more importantly, uh, they tried to highlight the fact that she was at one point uh, Ronda Rousey's training partner. And um, I hate to say it, but I actually thought that after I found that out that he was actually going to lose because he was using the same trainer. He stuck with the same trainer that Ronda Rousey um, had. I mean, granted, uh, he did have... um, great win streak and I would say probably more than half of his fight career has been in the UFC but knowing that Ronda Rousey um, towards the end of her career wasn't able to hold on um, to her title and she had significant losses I mean I think the last, her last two fights she got knocked out in the first round um, I would have thought that the fighter would have picked a different camp to train with. Um, but apparently he didn't. And it would be interesting to see if he can turn this loss into a learning lesson and improve in his mat- next matchup. Because I'm pretty sure Dana White is not going to um, not give him another fight again. I'm sure there's going to be another fight in his future just to see how good this kid is, I mean, but, um, Brunson's no slouch, dude, I mean, he's number, he's number ranked, I think his ranking's number eight in his division, he's been around for a long time, he's a division two wrestler, um, he's had a lot of good matchups over his career, um, now you can say he's more of a seasoned veteran, and that could have, uh, played into it. You know, he has a total of 28 fights, 21 of them being wins. Um, but you can also say that could pay against someone because the longer you fight, the more damage you have against your body. But it's either near or there, here or there, right? He pulled it off. He got the win. Um, and he shut down the hype of Edmund. So it would be... Um, pretty interesting to see what the next step is for Derek Brunson. Who will take on next? Um, so we'll see. I think it's, uh, I don't know if this fight puts him in the top five. Because I don't know what the other guy's ranking was. But I'm sure he's, if he's not in the top five now, he's probably pretty close to it. So I think probably the next fight... If he gets it, it will probably be against a top five fighter to see if he can crack it and um, see if he can prove that he's worthy of um, getting uh, potentially a championship fight. But I think, in my opinion, he'll probably have to win his next fight, definitely, um, to crack that top five and maybe one more. And then, potentially, then he'll have a shot at the title. Um... But we're already almost at the end of the year, so that's probably not going to happen until next year anyway. So, 
it's it's pretty interesting. Well, guys, that's the end of the the UFC recap. I hope you like this particular episode of format. Again, please leave any feedback. You can download the Anchor app on your iTunes, on your uh, iPad, your iPhone, or if you have an Android device, you can download it there. You can send me messages directly through there or through my Facebook account. You know, Mark the Shark MMA Show. Or on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. And again, it's Mark with a C, not a K. Or on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. And again, it's Mark with a C. And for any MMA fighters who happen to be listening to this podcast, if you want to be a guest on the show, sign up on my website, www.markthesharkmmashow.com. And to the listeners, please help support the podcast. You can easily make a donation whether it's a one-time donation or monthly donation, anything from a dollar and up, just by clicking the donation button on my website. And if you want some nice apparel, some t-shirts, hoodies, or hats, check out my website. Again, www.markthesharkmmashow.com. All right, guys, it was a pleasure doing the show, and I hope to um, get some feedback on this particular episode. And keep listening. New episodes come out every Sunday. All right, guys, take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right, guys, this is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.markthesharkmmashow.com and that is Mark with a C and not a K and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you're look in a mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid Get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.